everybody and welcome to the Progress with Unity podcast. And this isn't usually the first voice that you would hear on the podcast. Of course, it's not Simon and it's not Barry. It's Adam, old Adam tonight. Uh, so yeah, we've, um, we haven't got our usual contributors, uh, Simon and Barry here, but we, we have got um, young Adam. How are you doing, young Adam? Yep, good, thanks, old Adam. Uh, not too bad. Um, yeah. On this feeling, Wednesday evening. Feeling very old. Feeling very old today. I've just uh, fallen asleep after my tea, so that's a sign of old age. <laughs> uh, and Thorpey, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Little one's birthday today, so I've been cake and jelly and ice cream. Yeah. And we know, we know what the listeners want. They didn't just want to listen to us three. So I've managed to get a, a fourth contributor uh, tonight. Uh, don't know what appearance he's making on the podcast. He must be at least up to his hat trick. Uh, so well, welcome on to the uh, podcast, uh, Kieran Crompton. How are you, Kieran? I'm all right, Adam. Yeah, I think Patrick Ball tonight, yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent. We'll, we'll, we'll send that to you in the post with some hand sanitizer as well so you can uh, you can pick it up. Right, okay. So, yeah, we've got uh, obviously a few things to look forward to this week. Uh, but I guess the starting point, uh, first thing I want to say is Obviously, Barry's not here tonight. Uh, obviously, last week he alluded to uh, testing positive for COVID uh, and he's not feeling too good at the moment. So, obviously, all of us on the podcast wish uh, Barry and, uh, and Lin- Linda well. Get well soon um, because, you know, the listeners want Barry Worthington, not Adam Pendlebury. And obviously, Simon Gregory is also can't be here tonight. So, you know, the two stalwarts of the podcast so uh, get well soon Barry and um, Simon I know you're very busy but we'd love to have you back next week yep I agree echo what you just said yeah um, same on all fronts yeah so going back uh, we'll I guess we have to look back on the uh, the, 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 the crew game um, I think this time last week we didn't know if the game was going ahead uh, it did go ahead and we're probably wishing that it, it didn't go ahead but uh that's football, isn't it? So, uh, start with you, Kieran, as the uh, as the uh, guest contributor tonight. Um, just just your summary of the game, really. What you what you thought about the uh, game? Well, it was pretty poor, wasn't it? I thought you know we had a good a good ten minutes. Um, I'm always worried when we start so well because I always feel if we don't score, there's only one way to go. Uh, I always feel a bit more comfortable when we sort of work our way into a game but yeah we started well fizzed it about but we, we just I don't know we, we were lacking something um, uh, there was no real direction from midfield no real threat was there at all and uh, Will Keane Will ran around you know up top but but never really looked like he was going to threaten didn't have the hold up that Garner's got and, and to be fair crew played well Thought crew crew deserved the win. Uh, we weren't on it. We're going to get games like that in the season. So you know, I don't think it's a case of pushing any panic buttons or anything like that. Still think we're in a better position than we thought we'd be uh, if we went back maybe six seven weeks. Uh, but I think we just got to take the hit and move on to the next game. Yeah, um, Adam, what did you think? Obviously, um, Will Keane made his debut straight into the into the side because obviously Garner was. Uh, suffering from concussion, which is obviously a blow. So, um, what what did you think of uh, Will Keane's debut? How do you think he did? Yeah, it was a quiet one. I mean, it's it's tough having to come straight into a a team. I know he, he trained a few a few weeks ago. I think a couple of months ago in the preseason, um, but we didn't really see much from him. Um, I think one thing that kind of highlighted was a bit of lack of leadership on the pitch. Um, you should be looking at the kind of the Lee Evans to try and pit, pit the team up. We just seemed quite a dejected performance. Um, I think we showed our defensive frailties a lot. Um, I think we're in a bit of a tough position in, sense, in terms of centre backs because we had obviously was it Nathan Cameron who tested positive, so he was unavailable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know a player like Carl Nath in this league, you want him up the pitch, and he's having to play play centre half. And although he's done such a great job, but a lot of the last. 12 months or so when he's played there, you know, you, you've you've got to get him up the pitch. He's not a defender, is he? Um, and in this league, he could, you know, score goals for fun. So, 
yeah, it was it was a poor performance. Um, it shows, you know, we still need to strengthen if if we can, especially defensively. But again, going forward, there, there really wasn't that much to show it about. Um, and crew definitely deserved the win, and three nil kind of flattered us really. Um, Jamie Jones had a great had a great performance in there. He, he made some good saves, and I think if it weren't for him, it, you could have been looking at four or five nil, which does no favors for a team's confidence. So it's one of those where you just you. You just move on from it and, and look to bounce back next week. Yeah, I think that, that pretty much summarises sums up the game. I'm just wondering, um, I guess a wider issue. Um, obviously, Crew had a game called off midweek again. I'm just wondering, Thorpe, Thorpe should should the game have been played in your view? Um, well, you've got to ask the question. Crew were getting game called off um, before, game called off after, and our game somehow managed to play with one of the players that was tested positive um, so you, you, the the obvious conclusion is no um, but you're in a compressed season already aren't you so I think they're going to push to squeeze things in wherever they can um, it's been a bit of a farce hasn't it because I, I know um, I've got an old mate of mine who's a Tramia fan and you know they wanted to complete the season the last season and it just got knocked on the head because of Covid um, and now, because of COVID, they, they were threatened with losing points. I know there's a bit of an hour about it, and, and being told to play the game with the players you've got available. So it, it is all a bit of a farce. Um, yeah, I, I think from Latic's point of view, <laughs> when when you're losing three 0 and your keepers getting man of the match, tells you all you need to know, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, I guess one of the point on the game itself and I don't like to single players out um, just wondering what, what what people's view is on Massey, he's now played two and a half, ma- uh, two and a half matches hasn't he since he's come back um, for me just he just looks way off the pace I never want to say a player doesn't look interested because I think that's unfair he's had a good wigging career and I'm sure that he does, he still wants to do well but uh, he's been out for a while, and I don't know. He, he, to me, he just—he doesn't look fit. He doesn't look like he's got the confidence to run run past somebody. Yeah, uh, I, think- no, I don't think he's helping him being on the left, in my view. I think he's some some uh, wingers do like to play on the left, don't they? And you know, come, come inside, like you know, Rash, say Rashford is a you know that that type of player, but. Massey seems better on the right to me, but I don't. I don't know what everybody else. Well, thinks. well he, he played there on Saturday. Didn't he looks he? overweight, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, that's that was going to say. I, I didn't want to go that clear, but yeah, you <laughs> probably hit, hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, a fitness issue. Like, let's just say, and he's probably been doing the same as rest of us during lockdown. Any? Well, I, I suppose obviously it wasn't, yeah. but yeah. The thing is, you look. You're looking at you know since that end of the season when we beat Leeds away. Um since then he's not really had he's not really been fit for a for a great deal of time. He's not had a run in a team where he's had he's put ten games together, let's say. Because last season we didn't see much of him. Um so it, it's gotta be difficult because, you know, he's where, where's he gonna get that I think confidence is a big word. He's not he's not had anywhere to get confidence in his own game and I think it's showing is it a case of, you know, in a, in a few games' time, he, he grabs a goal and, you know, you start to see better performances because his confidence is, is high. So it's one of those. He's a good player to have in this league, but he doesn't look 100%, like you say. Yeah, I mean, I think he's been a bit unlucky as a Wigan player. I think his first season, he seemed to split opinion, which I, I don't think he did on the podcast, but he seemed to split opinion and, you know, a lot of people. But I thought he did a great job and he linked up with Nathan Burns. So I think... He was a bit unselfish and allowed Byrne to take a lot of the glory, I guess, going forward. And then he was on fire for the first six or seven games of the uh, of the new season when we were in the championship. You know, that game at Stoke comes to mind. He was absolutely super. Then he got that hamstring injury, didn't he? I think he was at QPR. And then he managed to get back into the side, did really well again around that time. Like you said, Adam, they played Leeds. Uh, and, and then since then, he's just been... In and out. I don't. I don't know whether he's just. He, he could be one of those that his hamstring's gone, and that's it. You know, it, it might be mental that he doesn't want to. He can't do that sprint. You know, that quick sprint yeah. that, that maybe he used to do. I agree. No, I think 
is it a case of the fact that he's picked up so many knocks and, and little things that he doesn't want to push himself you know, too hard and, and be out of the team again? And Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, but you just got to hope that he can refine some of his form that he's shown for us because, like you say, that, that first season um, when he joined, because he, he joined from a relegated Leighton Orient team and just been relegated from the Football League. So I think that kind of plays a part in the fans being split on him because I, I didn't see any real reason to why he split opinion because... From what I saw, he, he worked hard every game and he, he contributed goals and assists. And I, sometimes it's the case of, oh, we've signed a relegated League Two player. He can be our scapegoat if we have a bad game. I think that can, can play into it as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's uncommon, yeah. is it? That, I think, uh, unfortunately, I think... as well, for, for Masses, it's not started well, have they? And it becomes the, the, figure, the figurehead for people to... Sort of, you know, he's he's the figure of hate that Naismith's carried for a little while, and and he carried before that. You know, I think some people are just looking for an easy target, um, and unfortunately, at the minute, he's probably setting himself in line for that. Uh, hopefully, like you say, if he, he nicks a goal, he has a good game. That's that's what we need. We need him to keep playing because he's already showed he's a good player. You know, we we know we know he can be a good player, but. Um, so some some of our fans need a target sometimes, don't they? Yeah, I, th- I think what you're saying there, he's already shown he's a good player. That means that the expectation is that he comes in cold um, and performs. You know, it's, it's, I think in the past he's needed, a f- he's, he's, he's not always come in and, you know, lit the place up straight away. It's took a few games to get going. Um, some players do that, don't they? They come in and have a couple of good games and then go off the boil. Uh, others take a couple of games to get going once they come back from injury. And, and like, like Adam was saying, if, <laughs> there's a very good chance that he's just not quite pushing all the way until you build the confidence. It's like, it's like when you have a, you know, when you have your ankle or something go until you've had a good crunching tackle on it. You're just a bit wary, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's it. So. I guess look, the final bit of looking back, really, I'd, we're five games in now. I mean, obviously, we've played some cup games. we played probably about eight games. So, we've got a little snapshot now, haven't we, of where we're going. Uh, Kieran alluded to it, I think, before, saying probably, um, you know, we, we're probably better off than where we thought we'd be, really. So, I mean, let's just do it dead quickly. Like, maybe quick score eight to ten from where you think we are, how we've done this season so far. Do you want to go first, Adam? Um, yeah, I, th- I think you know from what I've seen, I think we'll we'll, we'll be just fine um, in terms of you know consolidating in the league. Um, we're lucky to have still a collection of really good players uh, for this for this division. So I'll I'll give it a solid seven out of ten. David, yeah, I, I agree. I think. A solid seven, I think. Realistically, you know, not to have a go at Bolton, but I think we're in a stronger position than Bolton were when they went through theirs. Um, you know, they were down to literally just the kids and getting caned every week. You know, we'll take some beatings, and the lads will have to get used to that. But like I said that I think we have we have the makings of an okay team um, that can stay in this division, and if we could, you know, if we can manage that. Considering where we were in July, uh, we've got to be happy with that. But I think I think just just begs a point a question I have to ask. You know, at what point do we decide it's it's okay to be annoyed or angry at the team because we you know we're so, we're still in this this idea that you know well we're just glad we've still got a club. But I know on, on Saturday watching the game, I was getting, I was getting mad, and and like you know seeing the what what I saw as lack of sometimes lack of quality, lack of interest. At what point is it okay to be sort of uh, not happy with that and voice it? Because I think there's quite a lot of people around Twitter and Facebook where you know they want to they want to say that they're not happy, but you feel like you're going to get shouted down. It's the first line is, well just be happy that we've still got a club but I think if, if you don't have the passion to actually be upset when you lose 
then that I mean that's what football's all about, isn't it? Supporting the team, having the passion for when you win, when you lose. Um, yeah, I think and, I think you know is yeah. is it okay to turn around and say, look, I'm not happy with that. That wasn't that wasn't good enough. Yeah, I think I think upset and um, disappointed. And yeah, you know, they're still end of the day, they're still professional footballers and they're getting paid reasonable amounts of money. So you can critique them, but I think there's a difference between doing that and meltdown. I mean, there were so many yeah. meltdowns last season <laughs> and I, I just I, I think that's the that that's the sort of thing about it. I, I don't think anyone's beyond criticism, but I I just think that you know, I think it is good that, particularly with a lot of young players, that we can be together and behind the team. And I think that's been really good. But, you know, I have moments like, watching, oh, Massey, what's a terrible pass? Or Evans, why are you smacking a play again? And, oh, well, get tied to your man. It's football. You get into it. You know, we all love our team. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think for me, there's a, there's a couple of points that I would add to that. Is Firstly, whilst we all got a bit giddy when they made the announcement that the... Um, the bidders were, you know, were signing contracts. That is still ongoing. So we are still in administration. So there is still a significant amount of uncertainty about the future of every player within that squad. They're all turning up to work, not knowing if work is going to be there next week um, or, or in a two or three weeks. And so there is that element, and that's a human element that you can't, you know, you can't get rid of because they, they are going to know it's there and they're going to think about it. And the other thing is, we're, we're not even half a dozen games in with a patched up side. Um, so, like you say, you expect some stuff not to work. Um, but I think the key, the absolute key one that you can expect every single week, and that's effort. Um, and I didn't watch Saturday's game, so I'm not, you know, I'm not suggesting for one minute that there's any, any sort of lack of effort. But I think that's the thing that you're entitled to expect right from the off. Um, I know we're sort of giving Massey a, a bit of a, a critique in there about um, maybe not quite being as sharp as, as you would expect. Um, but, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I'm always a bit wary of, you know, Caldwell was still teching stick. And, and we basically gave that division... A, a six, seven, eight, ten game head start, and then overhauled a the lot of them. Um, so it's, it can be done. Um, I, I still think it's early season for for meltdowns, um, but yeah, I absolutely agree that passion um, and getting annoyed because your team's lost is, is perfectly acceptable. Um, but you know, we, we're not in tear your season ticket up territory, are we? At all, no, you, you know, we, you normally we, we get that round. We've got one, have we? Well, we haven't got <laughs> one, but you know, it's, <laughs> it would still be early for that. Because if you think realistically, and you can't, you can't tear it up anyway. Now you just have to snap it in half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, realistically, we're in the middle of September, aren't we? In, in if it was a normal season and going by the normal calendar. Yeah. Um, but going by weather, actually, it's been quite nice October as well. So yeah. So, so in, yeah. in that in that respect, I still think it's a bit early for going bananas. Um, but I understand, you know, if your team gets beat, nobody's happy, are they? No, um, no, absolutely not. Right, so um, the, one bit of Latix news uh, this week. Um, I, th- I believe that um, Colgan, the goalkeeping coach, has moved moved on uh, to help me out, somebody. Forrest. Forrest, yeah. Chris Ewan. Yeah, Chris Eaton, you know, and that, again, a testament to what a good, well-respected coach he clearly is, you know, and he's done really good, well with Not his goalkeepers. Not going to turn that down, is he? <laughs> no, but he, he's done really well with his goalkeepers. I think you'd have to say that all of the goalkeepers he's worked with have improved. Even Jamie Johns, who's a, an, an older professional, has actually improved. So I think, obviously, good good luck to him. Same as like obviously him and Anthony Barry, you can't turn down those type of jobs. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen now in the goalkeeping department. Whether whether we bring someone in or uh, Kevin Crompton can do a job, coaching keeper. I doubt it. <laughs> 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 I 
Come catch right, so um, speaking of Kieran, something by his guest appearance uh, this evening, and he's done something a little bit different uh, for us, something uh, so we can get the feedback on this to see how it goes. It could be a regular on the uh, on the pod. So over to you, Kieran. I've no idea what's happening here, but over the to you. Feedback <laughs> might be what you get. It, dep- it depends what the sounds like, but no. Uh, so I've got, I've got five songs, real songs, um, that are linked to a date in Wigan's history. Uh, so basically, I want to see if you can guess guess the year, guess the song, and guess what the uh, what the link or what the date what happened on the date. Uh, basically, the the song was number one. So is it five different dates and five different occasions? So it's five. There's five songs. I'll play a little bit. Try to, and you can all play along with this at home, I guess. You try yeah. and try and guess what the year is, um, what the event was that's relevant to Wigan Athletic. Right, uh, we'll give, so we'll give it a uh, go. We'll right, go start on. with the, the first one. All right, see how this rolls. Daft Punk sound of the summer, isn't it? Um, this. I couldn't hear because I was listening. Out. Anybody guess it? I, I'm used to some modern Anyone music. Anyone guess It's got to be. Um, it's got. It's got to be around like 2012, 2013, isn't it? Yeah, 13, and obviously FA Cup. Yeah, so, uh, did you link that to an event? Yeah, I think. I think I'd go yeah, FA so Cup was... final. Yeah, number one yeah. when we won the FA. Yeah. Well, that had to be in there, so that gives it that gives an ad. It's going to be one of us, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, tapping first up. Have you got? You have, you got any, have you got any? Have to number two? Nineties. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Lonely by Acorn, is it? Yeah, well done, well done. And I would say Paul Jewel, John Alatic. Is that right? 2001? No. So this was number one. What happened when this was number one? But it's something to do with Paul Jewel. You're not far off. Well, yeah, when we lost yeah. Canby Island, was it? No, no, no. <laughs> I think you see something more positive. positive. But, but it's, not, it's not um, what's it? Cardiff, is it? Oh, um, beat Stork no. six one. No, yeah, start um, moment for the club. Yeah, we, first, got, we got promoted to the Carling Cup. Carling Cup. Yeah, final. that's it. Adam, young Adam, got it. Yeah, thank you. So oh. was, uh, this was number one when we beat Reading. To get you, were, you, were, you threw me off there, Pendle. You threw me off because. You were like, oh, 2001. I was thinking, you know what? I'm getting mixed. You know what? I'm getting mixed up with that song. Uh, Till I got high, I'm getting mixed up with that one. Till I got high, till I got high. Do you remember that right, one? Well, you threw me off there. I'd, I'd have guessed that <laughs> yeah, pretty you, early, but you made me. So, you made sorry, me, yeah, you made me to, doubt myself there. No, you. This, at least I got the this. Might be yeah. more for uh, for for old Adam and uh, Thorpe, I think. I'm only 26. Oh, wrapped in pocket. Pretenders. So what's the significance oh. when this that, was on the one? Uh, becoming a league club. It's about it's about seven, um, isn't it? No. Freight Rover final. <clears throat> so this was number one on the fourteenth of January nineteen eighty. Oh, uh, did we did we play Everton in the cup? Oh, so close. <laughs> oh, we beat Chelsea. Tommy Go. That's it. Tommy Go, 1-0. Oh, Barry, Barry would have liked that one. Barry would have liked that one. Yeah, yeah. I like this quiz. <laughs> uh, right, what well, we got here? Definitely happens here, right? Um, was it? It's got. It's got to be recent. It's got to be a few years ago. Um, you're looking at 
either when Paul Cook joined. Um, won the title. Won the won League the One title. One. Beat Man League City. One title. Yeah. yeah no, one League time. One title. Number Doncaster. one when we beat Doncaster. Yeah. So I remember it was played at the uh, Champions League final, which I'm guessing is, I think it was Liverpool, Tottenham. Real Madrid. No, oh, no, Real Madrid, you're right, Adam, yeah. yeah. The one they lost. When uh, Carrius had, had a stinker. Yeah. 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 Absolute stinker. It's this last and one. The final one. Okay, That's where that one. It's Max Power fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, Rivers of Babylon, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bonnie M. Uh, Bonnie M. Bonnie M. Yeah, that's Bonnie M. Seventy-eight. Nineteen seventy-eight. Got to be election election to the that, league, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Election to yeah. the league. Second of June seventy-eight. That was number one. Yeah, he's not I think old Adam just about shared it, that. Right. It's one of the best-selling songs of all time. So there you have it. That's the end of the music round. Excellent. I enjoyed that. Well, okay, good, good round, that. We'll, we'll bring you back again. Uh, right, okay. So that, that was that was a nice interlude. Gave me a little bit of a rest. So we, we're, we're now looking forward. And obviously, we're going to start off with the... Saturday, where we um, we visit the Valley, Charlton. It doesn't seem that long ago since we were last there, does it? Which I think we'd all agree was probably the moment where we thought maybe we're just going to fall a bit short, didn't we? With that last minute, last minute equaliser, it was really killer blow, wasn't it? That um, I know we still we still put on a good fight. It was a throwback to the start of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but you know. Obviously, they've gone through very similar things to us, so it'll be uh, quite an interesting battle. Um, no Barry tonight, so I'm going to hand over to Thorpe for Ref Watch. Ref Watch. My Ref Watch is not quite as comprehensive as Barry's, um, but I do know that the ref's going to be a guy called Ollie Yates, um, with Adrian Tranter and Gregory Reed as the. Um, as the linos, See, we don't usually, we don't usually get that information. We just get the ref usually. Which yeah, well, I exactly. I've, I've, rather rather than, rather than telling you how card happy he is, I've give you the linos instead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's that's we just can't do it justice. It's Barry's slot that, and it <laughs> wouldn't be fair. We've retired it for. It's like retiring a shirt. We've retired ref watch for tonight. Um, <clears> so, game. yeah. What we will say though is uh, the uh, past record against Charlton. We've won five. Drawn three uh, and lost four. As I've already just said, our last uh, meeting was a 2-2 draw on the 18th of July. <clears throat> uh, we last beat Charlton last season, 21st. Uh, I think that was a Dunkley double, is that right? Yeah. Dunkley double, yeah. The last time we actually lost uh, to Charlton was a 3-0 yeah, defeat under... Mr. Mackay, I believe it was a. It was one of the few yeah. times in Wigan history I left early because it was me. But that was day. that was when we. I knew we were going down for sure after that game. We were absolutely awful. So yeah, it was uh, it was a dark point in uh, in in our history, in terms of playing wise, I should say, because clearly we've had darker points in our history since. Okay, so uh, before we uh, sort of get our own predictions. Um, not quite up with the sort of uh, Kieran's, but we've uh, we've got a um, Charlton fan, John again, who was on uh, previously uh, last year uh, at the end of the season. Um, obviously, they're now under a new owner, so we're just going to have a quick listen. Over to you, John. On the new owners, I'm quietly optimistic. Um... We all know that talk is cheap and the time will tell, but he's made all the right noise, although that's nothing we haven't heard before. Um, he has put money into the club um, and stabilised us. And past the EFL's owners on director's test, which is more than I can say for the last lot. Um, I just hope that the rumours about Farnell and Elliot looking into you guys are untrue. Um, 
just everything that's bad about football at the moment. You definitely don't need them now. Hope for the season. Well, I'm hoping for playoffs, but um, I'll take top half and stability this season. Uh, we're still working with uh, half a squad at the moment after coming out of the transfer embargo. So we're playing a bit of catch-up. Um, salary cap um, has also made it difficult for us to recruit players of real quality. Most were snapped up um, early on in the transfer window um, and are still on higher wages than we're able to offer. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, we're getting there. Uh, a little bit of catch-up, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Key player for us on Saturday, I think, will be Connor Washington. Um, not because he set the world alight, but um, our, se our season hinges on who will get the goals. Uh, we've had real issues putting the ball in the net, and he seems to be the one that's most capable. Um, he's got good movement off the ball. Um, he's able to bring others into play. So 10, 15 goals from him this season, um, I think, will be a great return. Um, for out-and-out -out skill, I've got, I've got to say Alfie Doughty again. Uh, last time I spoke to you, I brought him up. And um, yeah, he's, he's just progressing really, really well. So definitely keep an eye on him. Uh, so Ben Watson, um, he's still playing uh, a bit of catch-up with match fitness at the moment. Um, we just see him get caught out a couple of times, pick up a couple of bookings. Um, but the fella comes with real, real pedigree. Um, and I think he's, once he gets his legs under him, I think he's going to be a real asset in the middle. As I say, not seen too much of him, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad he's come. I think he's going to be a real good uh, player for us. Prediction for Saturday, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Uh, a bit boring, I know, but um, I can just see the ball bouncing around the midfield for most of the game. <laughs> um, obviously, would love a win, but um, I think I'd take a draw, to be fair. Just wanted to add, really, that, um, you know, on another note, regardless of the scores and the rivalries and north-south divide, etc., uh, we're all football fans. Um, you know, as, as Charlton fans, we spent the last seven or eight years under poor ownership and not knowing if we'd have a team from one season to the next. Um, so seeing the position that you guys are in, I think, you know, I can speak for all not just Chelsea fans, but all fans, really, just to say that we are rooting for you um, and wishing you all the best going forward. Um, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season, lads. Yeah, so that was, I get nice, nice words from, from John. I think that's right. Most of the football community uh, have been very good to us, although there are certain exceptions uh, with some clubs in the in South Yorkshire yeah. area. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, not, let's not give Barnsley any... Any other time. Um, so yeah, I made a few few points there. Obviously, I think they um, they've got three former players: Ben Watson, Alex Gilby, and uh, Jason Pierce. Um, and I think obviously Gilby. Bogle. Sorry, Bogle there as well. Yeah. All right, missed that one. Yeah, forgot about Omar Bogle. So yeah, he was part of our as we as we keep seeing to referring to this one every week now the worst transfer window in world history <laughs> uh, when uh, when Warren Joyce went a bit signed about eight uh, not uh, South South Lanks League players on the same day so yeah not not a great not a great window um, but yeah it's obviously some good players there uh, the Gilby. That was horrendous luck, didn't he? Pierce, I thought, was a very solid centre back, and you know Ben Watson didn't do bad for us, did he? Really, you know, he <laughs> he had his moments, didn't he, Watson? Yeah, there's one yeah. goal I remember quite well, but can't can't quite pick it out. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a there was a pass, wasn't there, when everybody else was uh, everybody else was had stopped when he played um, Connor Salmon three for his only goal against West Ham. Yeah, I think there's some, only, some, only some, competitive goal anyway. Yeah, some he, he, when he's interviewed, he said he he broke his leg in FA Cup season. <laughs> Someone said he'll be still saying that in seventy years' time. I don't know. I don't know. He, he, I don't know who mentored him at Latix. Mm, but anyway, <laughs> you couldn't yeah. write it, could you? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Anyway. Uh, Kieran, what, what's your view on this uh, this game? I think I think our COVID players will be back, will they? 
I don't know, but I, I think it's going to be a tough one. I mean, they've made they've made a few signings, haven't they? You know, since the ownership, they've got a centre back from Palace, Innes, uh, Matson, young eighteen year old left back from Chelsea, and we all know what eighteen year olds from Chelsea can sometimes do. Uh, obviously, they've got Bogle, and they've they've got Chris Gunter as well from Reading, who's you know experienced international. I, I just think they, they seem to have signed quite a few players and they, they've not had the best of results, have they? As it played four, lost two, won one, drawn one. But I, I can only see them improving. Um, I think for us, I think we're still... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think we'll, we'll struggle. I think we'll be in it. But I think we'll just, uh, we'll just fall short, I think. Yeah, I agree with that because you know, the, you know, you look at on paper every position they're probably, you know, as strong or if not stronger in um, most of them being stronger positions. With you know, you mentioned Chris Gunter, who's got so much experience at the championship level, international level. Um, you know, Connor Washington as well. He's he's been there in the championship. You're looking at these players, and you know, you're hoping we can sign players like this at this level. So. Yeah, they're ahead of us, despite the fact they've had similar ownership issues. Because I think they were signing players while it was going on. Somehow they must have had a, a bit of cash in the bank. So it's going to be a tough game. Um, you just got to hope we we nick something at the end of the day. Um, but it, I, for me, it's this is not the kind of game where you're looking to. You're saying points are important to pick up. I think you've got to be targeting those 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 games against weaker opposition at home and, and hoping you can get something from games like this because Charlton away it's not a, it's not an easy place and especially with you know the difference in squads so to say so yeah I've got to say I agree we'll, we'll probably just fall short maybe a 2-0 a or a 2-1 defeat uh, unfortunately but still yeah, hoping for a, for a point sorry Adam sorry yeah. that's okay uh, yeah I mean what these two are saying is about right. Um, they are ahead of us in terms of sorting out the future, um, and and you know they have got some decent players. But I mean, you, you look at the record of one, one, drawn one, lost two, and you think, well, we've won two, so maybe we we, we should be looking to to get something. Um, I'll go one apiece. Yeah, I'll keep it. I, I I think we could get a point there. Um, maybe the same as last year, two two. Um, yeah, and, and I think I think we'd be very very happy with that if we get if we get a point. Now. I think that'd be a fantastic result. And then we go into uh, Tuesday night. Uh, no idea what the kickoff time is. I know it'll be some. Oh, it's early, isn't it? It's been. Is it? Oh, no, that's our game, isn't it? It's been moved to seven. One one game has been moved to seven on Tuesday. I think it might be that one. Yeah, well, anyway, we've uh, we, we'll kick off at some time between six and ten o'clock at night. But it doesn't really matter because we're not we're not going to be watching it uh, at the ground, are we? Um, yeah, Peterborough United visit the DW Stadium. Um, one of the pre-season favourites uh, for the division, um, but of course, the, the key man in that game is going to be the referee. So uh, over to Thorpe for. Ref watch number two. Yeah, so for this game, I've got the name of the ref. And again, it's a guy called Ross Joyce. Um, I didn't write down his third official, his um, linesman. But if you want to just keep an eye on him on the Saturday games and, and see how he's going, he's actually going to be fourth official in the championship, so you can't. So there All we right. go. Yep. So, yeah, it's yep. a fella called Ross Joyce. That's a... That's about yeah, it. Warren's, Warren's son. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll have a yellow card in one pocket and a red card in another. Yeah. I'm reliably informed. Absolute fantastic, fantastic research, that, Paul. Well done. Right, okay. Uh, record against Peterborough. Well, it's a very good one, actually. Um, so, uh, we've played them 19 times. Uh, we've won 10. We've drawn seven. And we've lost two. Our last meeting... Um, don't know if you know what, what 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 can you remember our last meeting against them? It was at home. Um, yeah, nil nil, wasn't it? 
Yeah. The one thing I remember from that day is, although they didn't score, uh, the, what's his name? The, the, he went, did he go to the little striker? Marriott. Marriott, yeah. Marriott and, and obviously Madison um, as well, who I don't know what happened with him. I mean... He's at Charlton now, speak. Yeah, it's just madness because he thought he was heading, you know, he would have been a championship player and a solid championship player. But yeah, it wasn't much, wasn't much of a game from memory. Um, The last time we actually beat Peterborough, anyone want to have a little go at that one? Um, Was it League League One? uh, Yannick Wildshot scored, I think. Uh, Max Power scored, was it? Yeah, we won 3 2. Yeah. Uh, I think from memory, I think we went 2 0 up early. They got it back to 2 yeah, 2. And I think Power Score scored from kickoff, didn't straight, yeah. straight, from, straight from us kicking off. Yeah. So that was back in 2015. So we haven't beat the Posh for uh, five, <laughs> five years. So <clears throat> we, we certainly owe them one. Um, we've got another uh, away fan who's in our virtual studio. Uh, this evening, I'm just trying to get a line to him now. So we'll uh, actually, I'll, I'll rephrase that. That could sound a bit dodgy. <laughs> I'll just try, I'll just try get him on the phone. Uh, this is uh, Colin uh, Peter Buffan. You can follow him on Twitter at uh, Colin Hopkins uh, seventy. Uh, so over to Colin. Hello, uh, my name is Colin Hopkins. I'm a Peterborough United season ticket holder. Um, just some questions in, in advance of the game we've got against Wigan next Tuesday. So, how's the season so far? Uh, it's a mixed bag. We I think we started off terribly. The game against Accrington, lost 2-0 and we was awful. Um, two goals right in, at the end of stoppage time against um, Fleetwood. Probably flattered us a little bit. A disappointing loss against Sunderland dodgy penalty and uh, obviously beating Northampton recently so mixed bag and uh, I can see it getting better well hopefully getting better anyway the with regards to the incomings now goes obviously very very disappointed to lose Ivan Tony uh, we've replaced with Schmodix, who's a different type of player, and you can see that Tony was probably our best defender as well as our best attacker, and you can see that at things like corners, the amount of times Tony would win the ball from a corner against us um, was amazing. So probably our best defender and attacker in one man. Uh, also, the loss of Marcus Madison. I know that hasn't happened at the end of the season. That happened towards the end of the season. But to take the person who's top of the stats for assists for the last three or four seasons is obviously going to have an effect. Hopefully this season, though, that we'll, we'll be in the top two. I think optimistically we'll win it. So we're on the, on the, on the attack after the last year's season where... We thought we would actually get automatic promotion with our games remaining versus against the other teams at the top end of the table. So I think I think a thing called the vengeance season, and, and that still applies. So top two, that's the that's the aim. Um, I'd be happy with a playoff berth and getting through the playoffs. So the attacking options post Ivan Tony. I say we, we've taken Sammy Schmodix from Bristol City. He was here on loan at the end of last season. Very good player, but very, very different. And you can see the style has, has changed as well in accordance with, with that change. Um, favourite Wigan match? Well, I think, I think we, we played you three or four years ago and we beat 3-2 and I remember the game very, very clearly because Peterborough will go round and applaud every side of the stadium after the game and your manager at the time came out on social media and said that we was, um, oh, you've just beaten the team in League One, you haven't just beaten the champions or worse that effect. He thought we was we was sort of Taking, taking the mickey, which wasn't the case. It was just something that our players did 
every single game. So uh, your, your manager at the time was a bit salty about it. Uh, we won 3-2. We, we scored in the 90th minute, I think it was. And interestingly about the game, there was a certain Ivan Tony playing up front for Wigan. And I believe he got taken off as well because uh, he wasn't doing very well. So that was, that was interesting. Um, now, the, the game next Tuesday, how, how's it going to pan out? Well, obviously, as a Peterborough United supporter, I think we're going to win. Um, and I also hope we're going to win. I think a, I think a 2-1 win for Peterborough. Um, hopefully, it's a good game. I will be watching from the comfort of my armchair. But um, I look forward to a good game and the three points. So uh, let's just say Colin uh, was certainly a lot more optimistic than John, the Charlton fan. Uh, he seems very confident about Peterborough both on Tuesday night and for the season. I mean, they've been there or thereabouts, haven't they, over the last two or three seasons. They've always been floating around the playoffs. So uh, we'll go to Thorpey first this time. How do you see the game going? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was looking at, the games we've played so far in the, you know, how we've done so far. And we seem to keep coming up against decent sides. Um, I, I mean, you know, Ipswich are top, uh, Gillingham are fourth, Portsmouth are ninth, Doncaster 11th, Crewe 13th, um, Charlton 17th and Peterborough 5th. So it's another top side. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll back a nil-nil. Uh, young Adam yeah I'll probably go for a draw as well um, again it's a, it is a tough game um, there could be there is easier games out there so I'll be happy with a point and probably see a 1-1 one, one maybe uh, Mr Crompton I think just to pee on his chips I'm going to say 2-0 to Wigan <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate optimi- optimistic opponents you know <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, right, but... No, I, I think I think we we've shown we're, we're capable in any game, aren't we? You know. You know so I know, I know I, I didn't think we'd get anything against Charlton, but I I fancy is it all against anyone. Um, we've played probably some of the supposedly the best teams in the league, so why not? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I would kind of. Uh... Yeah, I, th- I think we might. I think we might get. It. I think it might suit us this game. Um, I, th- I think, I think the way Crew set up made it tough for us. But I think, I think we might get a bit more space uh, in the game. Um, I don't think we'll get dominated as much in midfield against Peterborough. Uh, so I, yeah, I might go for a two-one win uh, for, uh, for Wigan. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, big big few days ahead of us. Um, I guess in terms of, it's a difficult one really because we haven't got a lot to play with. I guess really, but um, any any major changes for the next two games that you would that you would think? I mean, presuming nobody comes in, but Garner Garner's going to return, isn't he? Um, and then would you play Keane as well? Would you try and accommodate Keane? Play the play the two of them somehow, maybe. Drop him off a bit, a uh, bit deeper, because um, he, he seemed to come deep anyway, didn't he? The other day, I don't know what what, what do you think, Kieran? Do you think do you think we might play the both of them? I think Garner's fit. Garner will play up front. We'll revert to what we were doing. I think uh, the only question might be if Evans drops back to a deeper role, then maybe maybe play Keane in that more advanced midfield sort of ten position instead of Evans, but. Yeah, um, yeah. Adam, what's, what do you think? I'd be surprised if if we did. Yeah, uh, Adam, do you think any any changes that you could foresee? Uh, Not really. Maybe get Garner in, uh, get Naismith up the pitch, get Cameron back in um, with Sorted. So who would who would Naismith come in for then? Yeah, I think we need, uh, we need to get uh, we need to get Otterbar involved, don't we? Yeah, I'd, I'd drop Evans back yeah, into the field. We need to get field. him involved in the right areas. He's, he's shown to be our real threat. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe drop one of the young lads. Yeah. I'm not I'd, saying drop. Probably rest. probably probably get uh, Evans for Perry and then Naismith in behind 
Garner or something. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, we do need him further up because he's he, he looked great attacking wise, didn't he? And that yeah. game against Liverpool when he came on, superb. And then um, I can't remember the other. Was it Portsmouth away or was it some? Or was it the home game against some? There was a game where he played really, really well. So uh, yeah. So quickly, any any other business? Anything? Obviously, not been on for a while, Kieran. So any any quick any other business that you want to bring up? No, I think just in my sort of Josie Skull hat on, I uh, just point out Chris Devine, who did the 15 marathons for Josie Skull uh, in about 28 days, which was a phenomenal effort. I think he probably did half it barefoot because uh, of some problems he had with his feet. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just, just thought everyone, as far as the the club's concerned, hopefully everything keeps moving forwards. We get a good buyer and, you know, we get we get some stability in the club. And, and, and hopefully we can keep some of the positivity that's been sort of generated through the fans coming together through what we've been. You know, we don't revert back to, you know, what we've seen and, you know, we, we can have a bit of toxicity sometimes, can't we? Uh, so uh, hopefully we can continue the positivity a little bit. Yeah. And anything from you, Adam Thorpe, or are you? Are you no. All your thoughts out there. Oh, no, nothing from me. Said everything. Yeah. yeah. My final thought is: Will we start singing "Will Keen's on Fire"? Who knows? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think the final thought is: Get well, Barry. Yeah get, yeah, get well soon, Barry, and uh, look forward to getting Sai back in the uh, back in the chair, the true professional next week. Get rid of this amateur. And from this amateur, Adam Pendlebury, it's a goodbye for me. It's a goodbye, goodbye from, from us. us. Bye. Up the ticks.